Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hi, my name is Selena, and I experience constant cold, even in the hot summer. This sometimes makes me feel like a character of a fairy tale who has been cursed. But actually, my body is to blame for everything. My family lives in the small town of Sodic, which is located in the state of Michigan. It is worth noting that the climate here is humid, with hot summers and cold winters. So ordinary people do not particularly complain about the constant cold, unlike me. As a child, I didn't even think that I would hate winter, because before, I could spend a long time outside and have fun with the guys, making snowmen, riding down big slides, and building castles. I wasn't afraid of the cold at all. Besides, I could easily warm up with warm clothes and hot tea. However, as I grew older, I began to notice a strong sensitivity to the weather. The winters began to seem much harsher to me, although other people I knew didn't notice it at all. Even though we were no longer lying in the snow, as in my childhood, I was constantly cold. And after short walks, I spent a very long time at home, drinking several cups of hot tea or cocoa. I was alarmed by this because in addition to the feeling of cold, there was also a strong weakness that appeared quite unexpectedly. My parents told me that such bouts of fatigue are normal in adolescence, and my sensitivity to cold was inherited from my mother because she also loves warmth very much. My parents' words convinced me that I was all right and it played a cruel joke. Once, the guys and I got together on a hike, where we wanted to spend several days in nature without any gadgets or the internet. I prepared very warm clothes in advance and took pills for headaches, which often began to haunt me. It bothered me, of course, but I didn't want to go to the hospital for such a small thing and frighten my parents. In the first half of the day, we reached the place, set up camp, and chatted around the fire until late at night. However, in the morning, I woke up from an unbearable cold. Looking out the tent, I saw that the guys were having fun playing snowballs. Unexpectedly, early snow fell, although the weather forecast did not foresee anything like this. I couldn't get warm, and I felt like I was just dying of cold. I offered to go back to the city, but Sam, who was responsible for the hike, said that the path was covered with snow, and we should wait for the evening, when it would melt a little. I agreed but the guys had no idea how cold I was. In the evening, the weather did not change, and we gathered around the fire again, but neither warm clothes nor the heat of the fire could warm me. I felt like I was turning into ice, and I started crying from fear and pain. 
At first, they didn't understand what was happening to me. But when they touched my hands, they jerked away from me in horror. I was ice cold and white as snow, and my lips, according to them, were already blue. They started giving me hot tea, but it didn't help. On top of that, I started to feel very dizzy and almost fainted. Sam had to take control of the situation, and despite the darkness and the lack of a path, we decided to urgently return to the city. However, our night adventures did not go as smoothly as we would have liked, because we got lost. The long walk through the woods made me so desperate that I became hysterical. I was afraid we wouldn't make it to the city in time, and I'd freeze to death here. My classmates helped me as much as they could. Some even gave away their outerwear, for which I was very grateful. By morning, when I could no longer feel my arms or legs, we reached the city. And there, my parents immediately took me to the doctor, where they found out the reason for my reaction to the cold. I was diagnosed with severe anemia and hormone imbalance. Both diseases deprived my body of warmth, which is why I always feel cold. I was prescribed many different medications, but no one knew how quickly they would work. I was transferred to homeschooling, and then the real strength test began. Although the winter was quite warm, I went outside as if in an icy open space. Passersby wore winter coats, and I wore a thick down jacket and two sweaters, but it still didn't make me feel any warmer. There was no escape from the constant cold at home either, and to somehow make my life easier, my parents moved me to the living room where there was a fireplace making my room there. All day long I sat by the fire and dreamed of summer and the warm sun. My friends sometimes came to visit me, but our communication was noticeably reduced. The guys were always walking or going to the movies, and as a result, most of them communicated with me only on social networks, and some even stopped communicating altogether because they had been afraid of my condition on the hike, and this pushed them away from me. There was another problem. Because of special pills that helped me to restore the balance of hormones, I began to gain weight quickly. I was afraid that in the summer, when I could no longer hide behind baggy sweaters, the guys would start laughing at me. So I made the decision to secretly stop taking the pills before the summer started. But all my plans changed abruptly. Spring turned out to be extremely hot and sunny. So even before the beginning of summer, the guys began to walk in light clothes. Despite all my hopes, the hot spring sun didn't warm me at all. When I went out into the yard in a light jacket, I could stay out for only 30 minutes. When I left the house to walk to the store, people turned at me, and some of the guys laughed when they saw a strange girl in a knitted sweater with a neckline, a hat and gloves under the scorching sun. After all these taunts, I came home, locked myself in my room, and cried. But that wasn't the worst part. That very spring, memes appeared on the internet with my stupid photographs that someone secretly took on the street. As a result, I became a laughingstock, because no one except my close friends knew about my illness. By the time summer came, my parents said that the house was too hot from the constantly lit fireplace and offered me an alternative. They wanted to visit relatives in South Texas and to stay there for the entire summer. I was thrilled with the idea because the climate there is very hot. Every day before the trip, I dreamed of how I would sunbathe under the scorching sun, getting rid of the whiteness on my skin. Being confident that the constant cold will be over, I decided to stop taking pills so that I would no longer gain weight before the beach season. 
The first few days in Texas, I was ready to cry with happiness because I could finally walk in light clothes. <laughs> you won't believe how relieved I was to feel the warmth on my skin. However, due to my stupid desire to be slim, I forgot that medication gave my body the only chance to warm up. With anemia, the blood vessels expand greatly, and therefore a person begins to freeze, even in extreme heat. Soon I experienced this feature of the body firsthand. When the effect of the pills finally stopped working, I was again faced with unbearable cold. That day I went to sunbathe with my cousin Sherry. The sun was unusually hot, which made me very happy. But soon I began to freeze. I refused to believe it and continued to lie in the sun, hoping that the chill would soon pass. But my hands and feet were literally numb and icy to the touch. Sherry was scared for me and offered to go home as soon as possible, but I refused, saying that I would definitely warm up soon. As a result, the skin was badly burned, but I didn't feel the heat. I was able to return home only with the help of my cousin, and my parents immediately called an ambulance. I lied about taking pills regularly, and then the doctors were really concerned about my condition. I didn't expect this reaction from the doctors, but it was too late to tell the truth. I was immediately taken to the hospital, and my lies were revealed there. My parents and doctors found out that I had not taken medication for several months, and I got a rocket. I spent the rest of the summer at home under a special drip, which restored my body a little. The doctor's forecasts became disappointing because according to their calculations, I will feel constant cold for a long time, and without proper treatment, it can turn into a chronic form. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.